I'm Rachel, the creative director for Ramdas's Love Serve Remember Foundation, and I'd like to welcome you to our Inner Academy, a virtual Dharma Hall where our family of wisdom teachers will help you navigate your daily life by bringing ancient wisdom into a modern context. With over 200 hours of audio and video teachings, meditations, and practices from teachers like Ramdas, Krishnadas, Sharon Salzberg, Jack Kornfield, Roshi Joan Halifax, Joseph Goldstein, and many more. The Inner Academy is your core resource for finding balance, presence, and navigating the ups and downs of your daily life. The Inner Academy has guidance for every step of your journey. Choose from an annual or monthly membership and gain access to past and future courses, retreat replays, virtual community, and much more. If you've been familiar with Love Server Member Foundation for a while, you'll know that most of our offerings are given freely or on a sliding scale basis. So when you subscribe to the Inner Academy, you're paying it forward and bolstering our ability to continue creating accessible offerings for all in the future, as Ramdas wished for us to do. Be here now and start your journey with Ramdas's Inner Academy today. For more, visit ramdas.org forward slash inner academy. Teaching meditation can be a deeply rewarding experience. Help others improve their mental and emotional well-being reduce stress, improve focus, increase self-awareness and self-regulation, all while deepening your own practice and understanding. Join acclaimed author, Buddhist teacher, and Emmy Award-winning musician David Nickturn on Tuesday, May 28th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time for a free online discussion on teaching meditation in Dharma Moon's renowned Mindfulness Meditation Teacher Training Program. Get certified by Dharma Moon to teach meditation lead group practice sessions, and work with individual students. Visit dharmamoon.com slash be here now for more info and to reserve your spot for the free online event with David Nickturn on May 28th. Welcome to the Be Here Now Network guest podcast. This series features talks from a myriad of modern spiritual teachers expanding on how we can all live a life in balance. If you're interested in supporting this podcast, please go to BeHereNowNetwork.com slash guest. Namaste. Namaste. Gosh, <laughs> Do you think that social activists and meditators can be one and the same person? Yeah. Yeah, I think there are great examples of such individuals that, you know, people whom we both know, like Bernie Glassman and uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, uh, Joanna Macy. There's so many uh, remarkable people. Or, um, people who passed on, like Mandela, or Mother Teresa, or uh, Martin Luther King, or very close to Martin Luther King Day right now. And so, I think a lot of times, it, it people think it's kind of either or. But I see it, um, you know, really from, from a point of view that you're talking about, where uh, the individual has cultivated love and tenderness toward the world and doesn't polarize and that where the mind and heart are really trained and open 
and where they can move into uh, contexts of conflict and um, not create more conflict. Now, there's a fantastic film that I don't know if you've seen yet. It's like a Saints film called Beyond Right and Wrong about forgiveness. Have you seen it? No. Oh, it's just remarkable. It's really powerful. It just uh, showed at Sundance. And I, you know, I just I want to encourage you and everybody to, to uh, see it. You know, it's, it's, in a way, it's about forgiveness, but in a way, it's deeper than forgiveness. It's manifesting uh, unconditional love, courage, and the insight to see both the differences and beyond the differences. So it's a really, it's a really powerful film. That's what I I'd like to, I'd like more people to be in that, that watching, loving way yeah why and they they be they see the context of this stuff they are doing yeah no i i i think we're um i think we're very much in agreement there and you know i i think that brings my thought to um uh, another question and that is do you feel that uh some kind of meditation practice or spiritual practices like kirtan or contemplative prayer can help uh, or be a benefit to um, those who are uh, uh, engaged in dealing with structural violence. Maybe I should say what, what was meant by structural violence. Do you want me to do that? Yeah. So structural violence is when institutions um, are, uh, discriminate against individuals or groups of individuals or the environment. So it would be something akin to systemic discrimination. And I think that uh, you know many of us are, are involved in um, issues related to structural violence in terms of economic disparity or uh, gender issues, uh, ageism, um, you know, questions where not just one individual, but whole groups or individuals are harmed or the environment is harmed because of how a system is structured. So, you know, democracy is a good example. Are we really living in a democracy? Yeah. Or um, is socialism, you know, a better alternative? Um, how do we create uh, uh, communities of collaboration um, instead of these top-down kind of communities and so on? Anyway, back to the question is, what, what kind of practices do you feel are helpful for social activists? Practices that 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 give them the whole picture. The whole picture. Mm -hmm. um, 
karma yoga would be. Hmm. Karma yoga. So will you say more about karma yoga? Well, it's it's whatever problem or that you are aware of that is in front of you, in front of you. I, I guess I must have done that today with Dasima. When uh, Dasima and I went down to see the big waves, and I was very um, assertive in uh, stopping vehicles so that Dasima could have a ride. That's, is that karma yoga? I mean, it's just painful to see your friend limping down the trail <laughs> in order to walk surfers. It's just agonizing. Yes, that is That's karma, karma yoga, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Hawaiians are really nice, so, you know, it wasn't a very hard job. And it was the hardest thing, can I tell you the hardest thing about it? Getting Dasima to let me do it. <laughs> huh. Your assistant is very stubborn. But anyway, back to karma yoga. So that's one way, um, yeah. one practice that you would recommend. What what other practices? That karma yoga. Uh, uh, Hanuman uses karma yoga. Um, What's in your plate that you see? You don't. You don't look for things to do. Right. But you see what. See where you are. See what you are. Because you are in a group or whatever it is that. And. But Hanuman. Had had his yoga. He was attached to uh, to Ram, which was God at that time, and he was saying to to Ram, "I'll do it. I'll do it with love and." service for you mm. for you and there was a, a moment where Ram was uh, saying monkey what are you and Hanuman said, "When I know who, what I, when I don't know who I am, I, 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 I serve you. Mm -hmm. And when I do know I do know who I am, you, I am you. I am. Oh, that's fantastic." Yeah. 
Oh, that's beautiful. Will you say that again? Because I think I just think that's Hanuman says in response to to uh, Ram's question. Who are you? And Hanuman says, when I don't know who I am, I serve you. And what I don't know, and when I know who I am. I am you. Mm. I am you. Mm. And mm. and He does action for Ram. And he, if you like, say, for the one consciousness that sees what a mess, what a mess we are in inequities like just people starving and children children um, feeling insecure um, things like that and gays and women and there's lots of issues. There's lots of issues. And the Hanuman sees that he he sees that he is working for Ram and what what you say is what God wants what God wants what the whole consciousness wants and that's the way to to, to spiritual practice, you can get into and into God's perspective. Mm. And, um, you know, the question again comes back to, uh, aside from karma yoga, what practices um, do you feel really bring you into that state of heart
I think the, the from the ego mm. to the soul, and you get I am loving awareness. I am loving awareness. Mm. I am loving awareness. I am loving awareness. Loving awareness is the doorway at the heart level to to the soul, mm. and the soul is it's an, another another plane of consciousness. You break through. And that plane is love and you can see that the universe is love. And when you can act with that, act with that, act on social injustice with, with that in mind, see the whole picture, mm -hmm. whole picture. Well, what do you do? <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, in, uh, in this tradition that I, I practice in, there's a wonderful expression, mu jodo no taigu, and it means actualizing the way in your everyday life. So I think that there's um, uh, so many points of contact between how you see this, these questions, because there are uh, uh, many questions that are braided together, and um, how I see the questions. I mean, one of them has to do with um, how do we actualize the way in our everyday life? How do we infuse our, our life with the kind of confidence that allows us to not be separate from all beings. So, you know, I often cite um, my experience of working in the prison system. You know, it was uh, six years of my life where I was a volunteer inside working on death row and in maximum security with um, people who, men, who had uh, all killed one or more people. And um, I went 
inside with uh, the usual biases. But very shortly, um, it was this practice, not self-consciously, but it really became about loving awareness. It was about treating um, each person I encountered in that system, whether a correctional officer or uh, a guest of the system. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, exercising universal respect. And um, uh, not, you know, but not with a program. It was more of a sort of, it was kind of naturally arising. And I think it arose, again, not because I was trying to be a good person, but um, just from so many years of practice uh, that there was really no other thing to do but that. But, uh, disrespect but, would have actually, you know, it's, it's more uh, sort of knowing in the back of the brain. If I had treated people with disrespect, I wouldn't have let been let back in. If I had treated people with disrespect, I would have been killed when I was inside. But you know, it's the back of the brain that's doing the work. It's not like, oh, I figured it out. Um, you know, and being a self-consciously good person um, has never impressed me. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> 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 But anyway, so, um, but it's more about holding things with a lot of uh, lightness and humor. And I really feel that uh, the greatest benefit, uh, really the two greatest benefits, not just one, is what drove me into practice was suffering. What kept me in practice was not just my suffering, but the suffering of others. And so suffering became uh, actually a medium of redemption. Medium. medium of redemption. Redemption. Yeah. You know, like Bob Marley sings about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but you know, so much for me has to do with uh, also having a sense of humor. Don't yes. you think? Yes. And that gets back to having cultivated a view which is more panoramic, vaster, and not. Uh, wedded to being a quotes good or spiritual person. That's either one. Yeah. I mean, it's it's bad of me to say because I'm in the company of a good and spiritual person. <laughs> but um, I don't see them around. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I qualify. It's neither good nor spiritual, but nonetheless. So training the mind is, or heart, uh, is for me really important because our tendency in our world is to uh, flourish uh, around judgments, around us and them, around um, uh, dividing uh, ourselves, separating ourselves from reality through too much conceptuality. And you know, I think one of the things I, I've always loved about you is, well, one of them is that you have a really good sense of humor. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, the 40 some odd years of our relationship has given us, you know, 
permission uh, to be more normal, with each other anyway, uh, that also your humor is combined with, you, you're really a smart guy about most things. So we had a discussion at breakfast the other morning um, where I, we fell into high contention. Yeah. Yeah, we had an incredible disagreement and for once I won. <laughs> but we won't review that at this time. Okay. So practice. You know, whether you're practicing kirtan, singing to Ram, or you're attending to the breath, or you're cultivating loving kindness, or you're exchanging self with other, or you're washing the dishes, or whether you're cleaning the papaya seed off the kitchen floor, or whatever, walking down a muddy road to uh, watch these uh, magicians of the waves. Yeah. Or yesterday, I mean, I had a wonderful day. You were at the doctor, you know, getting your nose fixed. Nose fixed. This is, by the way, in case anybody, this is a bandage. <laughs> and underneath there's a nose. Not much of one. And there is a, a big hole that they extricated them. Uh, cancerous uh, cells that they pulled out, that they now covered it out. So we covered it so you won't freak. Well, also, um, he came home with a dressing on, which was so unattractive. <laughs> I could barely look at him. You know, uh, he sort of approached where I was working in the late afternoon. I actually jumped. And it was pretty intense. But anyway, you're looking good today. Yeah. This is an improved. Yeah. So, R.D., I, I love the image of you and Allen Ginsberg meditating on the railroad tracks as nuclear devices are passing through your field. Yeah. yeah. That's we, just... We, we were, they weren't passing because we were... On the tracks. We were on the tracks. We wouldn't let them pass. Well, there you are. So... so we were doing social... Action. Social action. So Thich Han talks about in his uh, 14 or 16, however many they are, mindfulness trainings, that it's important to take a stand against injustice, even if it means sacrificing your own life. What, what do you think of that? That would be fine. <laughs> Good. Sacrificing the incarnation. Okay. What? what? Well, I'm just asking. Um. 
So I'm curious, because we don't have much time, R.D., I'm wondering if uh, there are any questions from the people who are listening. You know, I see one question coming in, and it has to do with um, something the Buddha said about abiding ardently. But what do you think that means? Abiding? Abiding ardently. Ardently. You mean do your sadhana with with choose. Yeah, choose. Good. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. And I think that's great. Yeah. I think it's great. Now the question is where that choose comes from. I mean is that a, motiva a motivational system that you say, uh, I want to be with God, I want to be enlightened, uh, one of these called things like that? Well, you could also say, as uh, the Bodhisattva says, I vow to attain enlightenment in order to save all beings from suffering. Yes. So that really produces unselfishness within us, or selflessness. Selflessness. I like what um, Norman Fisher says about enlightenment. He said, enlightenment is basically being unselfish. That's nice, huh? I don't think it covers everything. But <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us, what doesn't it cover? <laughs> what doesn't it cover? <laughs> oh. He's basically being unselfish. Unselfish? It, it it involves compassion. Mm -hmm. That's not being selfish. Right. It's about compassion. It's love. Mm -hmm. Wisdom. Mm -hmm. Peace. Mm -hmm. Joy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's everybody's enlightened with all those those inside inside them. Yeah. Inside them. Inside. So Norman then has a point. <laughs> what is what is your Norman's point? Norman's point is life, enlightenment is basically being unselfish. If, if you lived in the one, mm -hmm. 
selfish as a, as a um, separatist thing. Well, I, you know, I think it's a, a Zen way of saying things, a Western Zen way of think, saying things. You know, it kind of catches you. No. See, then, if you're, if you're living in the one, mm -hmm. everything has been selfish. Well, that's a good way of putting it. That it's the big S, not the little S. That's right. Selfish. Good. And you get, I am loving awareness. I am loving awareness. Mm -hmm.